0: Have you ever wondered how to improve your mental health? Hello my successful and healthy earthlings, Mihaela Ragush here, naturopath and founder of the Natural Health Podcast. In this episode today, you're gonna learn all about mental health. I'm gonna talk about mental health specifically here in Australia, and then I'm gonna talk about your general preference and your mental health, and then I'm gonna give you three tips to improve your mental health. And at the end of this episode, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to join a health and success-oriented community by clicking below and joining the natural health newsletter. Welcome to the natural Heart podcast where we bring awareness of sustainable health in the business hustle space. Natural Heart podcast is perfect for the high-performing business-minded individuals who want to work with their biochemistry to achieve optimal health and success. It's Mondays with Mahayla. That's right, me. Thank you so much for tuning in. I absolutely love, love, love and appreciate your support. Today's episode is an absolutely amazing one. And here on Mondays, I'm here to provide you simple, savvy and sustainable health hacks to optimize your health. Let's get straight into it. Today's topic is such an interesting one that I want to be talking about. I want to be talking about, talking about mental health here in Australia. So let's start off and talk about mental health here, particular in Australia. So with the potential COVID and everything that's been happening around us, The impact on mental health and well being was recognized early in the pandemic. In addition to concerns around contracting the virus itself, some of the measures necessary to contain its spread were also likely having a negative impact. This is according to a study and according to who has been referenced. Widespread restrictions of movement, social distancing measures, and even physical isolations, uh, also called lockdowns, have caused tragic and tremendous effect on mental health. I don't know about you, but here myself in particular have been in lockdown for a number of days and especially here in Melbourne, Victoria, we've been in lockdown for a top, top uh, priority. So, which means actually, I should say top priority, I should say top number of days. We've made the world record. So maybe we might even hit the heinous book of records if that still even exists, but essentially, there's also the, the dark side of it, of the dark side of mental health for individuals, if you're, you know, if you're an individual that's out there and, you know, you socialize, not even if you're out there. Individuals, we are humans are made to socialize and if all of a sudden you're made to isolate in your home, that may not be the best thing for your mental health and so it hasn't been the best thing for mental health. And I'm going to talk about some statistics which are going to blow your mind. So, the sudden loss of employment for some individuals, which really hit home for a number of individuals, the loss of social interactions, even the loss of lives, have been stresses um, and moving, you know, even moving, remote working, remote schooling uh, have been impact to individuals' mental health and, and a traumatic impact to all of us here Australians. Stress, confusion, Anger, commonplace as a result due to this pandemic that's been happening. So essentially, even if you believe it hasn't impacted you, it's definitely impacted someone around you in a negative manner and has impacted their mental health. If we thought mental health in Australia was bad prior to the pandemic, after this is definitely going to show the real mental health impact it's had on us Australians. I mean, imagine if one day you were going to work, going to work You said you know you've you got your partner your dog at home You kiss them goodbye you go to work you've got your co-workers there and the next day all of a sudden you're told to go home and work from home or even you're told home and said you don't have a job to come back to so that sense of purpose that you woke up for every morning is gone and you kind of have to work around that you know individuals with change Sometimes it hits us hard. Some individuals work better with change, and others not so much. Change is a very interesting topic. Uh, It's a very interesting phenomenon. And some individuals aren't as change-adaptable as others, and it impacts their mental health. So whatever has happened during these pandemic, for you or people you know, you can see the impact it would have on mental health. Let's have a look at what the statistics said, right? So between 16th of March, 2020 and 25th of April, 2021, over 15 million MBS sustained mental health related services were processed. 18.6% increase in the number of prescriptions dispensed in four weeks to 28th March, 2020, compared to in the four weeks of 31st March, 2019. 10.6 10.6 billion was spent on mental health in 2018-19 year used to be 3.2 billion in 1992-1993 4.4 million people received mental health prescriptions in 2019-2020 year 11.2% of Aussies received medicare subsidised mental health specific services 19 2019 20 which is was up 6% from 10 years before that in 2020 the number of suspected or confirmed deaths by suicide in new south wales alone were 897 individuals last year in new south wales we lost 897 individuals of reported suicides in victoria it was 708 This is 708, 897 lives, mothers, fathers, daughters, kids, co-workers, these individuals had a meaning in our lives, these individuals were part of our society, and just like that in one year, in Victoria we lost 708, New South Wales, 897 individuals that is a lot of lost individuals due to mental health. Let's have a look at a figure here that I've put right over here. And it's a figure of crisis and support organizations contacted by week, January, 2019 to April, 2021. As you can see, the top one in green. If you're watching this, and if you're not watching this, I'll explain this to you. The green one is Lifeline. As we can see in 2018, Lifeline members were about 18,000. 18,000 calls, right? 2020 went up to 20,000. Even hit 22,000 a peak. 2021 is started off at a peak of 22,000. This is just contacting Lifeline below goes kids helpline the same beyond blue the same the numbers in 2021 are a lot higher than in 2019 what does that show to us it shows to us that people are reaching out for help it shows to us that these companies lifeline kids helpline beyond blue are there to assist us with our mental health and more people have reached out to these is it because of more advertising? I don't think so. I think it's because us Aussies, we need this help due to what's happening in Australia, all around the world with the mental health. I'll put another graph up here, which is interesting. And this looks at crisis and support organisation contacted and answers. 29th of March, 2021 to the 25th of April, 2021. So this is showing that I'll focus clearly, this is talking about Lifeline, Kids Helpline, Beyond Blue, and I'll focus comparing it to the same weeks 2019 prior to the pandemic to 2021. Lifeline is up by 18% of contacts, Kids Helpline 10%, Beyond Blue 31%. And this is answered contacts. Up Lifeline by 32%, Kids Helpline up by 16%, Beyond Blue up by 57%. These numbers are huge. So, if you haven't been feeling well, these numbers clearly show that you're not the only one. A lot of Australians haven't been feeling well. They just have not been feeling well, right? Uh, more depressed, more mental health issues, more anxiety. You name it stress and so forth i'll put up another graph up here and this is a uh, percent of mbs mental health services delivered via telehealth jurisdictions week processing march 2020 to march uh, to april 2021 we can see victoria is a lot higher than the rest of the country victoria has is the victoria's orange if you can see the graph is like so much higher than the rest of the country And this is shown because what happened in Victoria, Victoria has been the most locked down, right? Now that I've shown you the statistics and you know exactly how you feel when this pandemic came on, it's kind of like, wow, okay, so individuals have lost their jobs. Individuals may have lost their partners. Individuals may have lost people in their lives. But what I'm here to talk about is what you can do to help your mental health, right? As a naturopath, I always look at what we can do right now, what we're given to help out our mental health. So let's look at your diurnal preferences and your mental health. What I'm talking about here in specific is the circadian rhythm. You heard me talk before, I blab on about the circadian rhythm all the time. I love the circadian rhythm. What is the circadian rhythm? It's a 24-hour cyclical psychological process found in most living organisms, including us humans. We have so-called 24 hours in a day, in our cycle. And it's actually classified by morning individuals who are known as the larks, who prefer going to bed earlier and waking up earlier, or the evening people, which are the hours, night hours, who prefer late bedtime and waking up later. The preference of morning or evening preferences can be considered a behavioral manifestation of the circadian system or it can even be called a chronotype which you've heard before and I've done a lot of podcasts about chronotype before. You're probably thinking what has this got to do with mental health? What has this got to do with the pandemic that's going around? We're about to make that link right now. So late, so neural preferences is often associated with circadian misalignment. Where there's a mismatch between the timing of the endogenous circadian system and behavior rhythms. So when the sun is up, you're asleep. And when the sun is down, you're awake. So there's a mismatch happening there. So that evening people live more frequently against their internal clock. So these are the owls. This is saying that they actually live... More outside of their alignment. To be aligned is to be aligned with nature, right? People whose sleep pattern goes against their natural body clock are more likely to have depression and lower levels of well-being, according to a large-scale new study. That blows my mind. That actually blows my mind because this is saying. Let me repeat that again. People whose sleeping pattern goes against their natural body clock. Are more likely to have depression and lower levels of well being, according to a large study. Researchers led by the University of Exeter published in Molecular Psychiatry also found that the most robust evidence to date that being genetically programmed to be an early riser is protective against major depression. So think about what happened when the pandemic started. More people stayed up later more people slept in because some people they work from home and that means they didn't have to get up as early for other people it may have meant that they could work whenever they wanted to work and they preferred to work in the afternoon or late at night so interesting right so let's look at this study that i found and this study was published in nature which is an absolutely amazing journal and well well regarded There were 449,660 UK biobank participants that had information on general preferences, of which 62% reported being morning individuals. The team built on previous research have mapped out 351 genes linked to being an early riser or a night owl. They used a statistical process called Mendelian randomization to examine whether these genes were casually associated with seven mental health health and well being outcomes, including major depression, using the data of more than 450,000 UK adults. Right? This is what the study was about. As well as the genetic information, participants also completed a questionnaire on whether they were a morning person or an evening person. The team also developed a new measure on social jet lag. They measured the variation in sleep patterns between work and free days, so Monday to Friday compared to the weekend. Does that look different to you? They measured this in more than 8- eighty-five thousand UK Biobank participants, or whose sleep data was available via wrist-worn activity monitors, such as you know Fitbit watch, whatever watch. They found that people who were more misaligned from their natural body clocks were more likely to report depression and anxiety, and having lower wellbeing. So individuals who were misaligned with their body clocks had a higher chance of getting depression and anxiety impacting their mental health. The findings fit previous evidence that evening people may experience more circadian misalignment as their chronotypes is often mismatched with diurnal schedules, which are the social norm. Individuals with psychological tendency towards delayed sleep and circadian timing are especially prone to further delay by modern schedule of lightning, resulting in greater social jet lag. Their findings also built on existing evidence in circadian and circadian misalignment in shift workers who often work against their biological clocks, with some studies suggesting these individuals have a higher prevalence to depression and lower well-being. That in itself says to us and shows us what it means to be misaligned with our circadian rhythm and the links between that and our mental health. Essentially, society is actually a lot nicer to the early risers and morning people than night owls. Because if you're a night owl and you go to bed at 1 a.m. and you have work 6 in the morning, you're not going to get your eight hours of sleep. If you're a night owl and you fall asleep at midnight and you <laughs> start work at 3 a.m because, I don't know, shift work, not going to be nice to you. We think this could be explained by the fact that demands of society mean means night owls are more likely to defy their natural body clocks by having to wake up earlier for work, right? essentially this study and a lot of other studies are saying to us if we align ourselves to our body's clock our body's circadian rhythm which is rise when the sun is up and be asleep when the sun is down then our risk for depression our risk for anxiety our risk for mental health issues is going to be reduced however on the other hand if we misalign and we are awake when it's nighttime and we're asleep when it's daytime. There's a whole misalignment happening, not just with nature, but also within our internal body clocks. Our liver clock, our kidney clock, our brain clock. All of these clocks run on a timely manner. And if we remove any of them or if we don't uh, align ourselves to them, that could mean mental health issues, that could mean depression, that could mean ill health. So let's look at three ways to improve your mental health right now. Number one is find out your chronotype. What is your chronotype? Are you a morning or a night person? And when you know that, you'll be able to work with it better. Second one is is work with your circadian rhythm. Listen to all my podcasts about circadian rhythm and find out how you can work with the circadian rhythm. Number three is consistent sleep time because as that study mentioned, social jet lag is a huge impact on depression and mental health and anxiety also. So here I am to tell you that, yes, what's happened in the world in Australia is not not the nicest thing that's happened. And it has impacted, as we've seen, it's impacted us Aussies here in Australia on our soil dramatically with our mental health. But there are things that we can do right now within us without any medication, without any supplements, that we can do right now to boost our mental health and avoid depression and anxiety. And that all goes to finding out what our circadian rhythm is and aligning with it. There you go. If you love this episode, you want to know more, share this with someone who would absolutely love this episode. Join uh, the Natural Health Podcast on uh, like it, love it, share it, subscribe to it. If you want to be on the podcast, let me know. If you have any questions, please do let me know. Do what you do best, love, like, share the Natural Health Podcast. And if you want to know more, click below and join a health and success oriented community by joining the natural health newsletter every friday newsletters are sent out directly specifically to you with everything that's happened during the week on the natural health podcast do what you do best like i said love like share and remember the missing link between failure and success is your health content and information provided here is opinion of Mahela Raguse and is for information purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. It is not intended to provide medical advice or take the place of medical advice or any current treatment you're undertaking. Consult your own medical professionals for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the Natural Health Podcast. It is advised that you consult your doctor or healthcare professional in relation to any health concerns you may be having. Mahela Raguse does not take responsibility for any health consequences which occur from a person listening, viewing or reading this content. And in a certain circumstances shall natural podcast mahalo Raguse any guests or contributors to the natural podcast or any employees associates or affiliates of mahalo Raguse be responsible for damages arising from the information provided on natural podcast By listening to this podcast you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical conditions in either yourself or others please note if you're taking prescription do not stop your medication or start a new protocol including but not limited supplements diet lifestyle changes without consulting a doctor or healthcare professional if you or any person has a medical concern you should consult with your healthcare provider or see other professional medical advice. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something that you have read or heard on the Natural podcast or in any linked materials. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or emergency services immediately. Neither Mahala Raghuz nor the publisher of this context takes responsibility for the possible health consequences of any person or persons reading or listening or following the information in the educational content.